It is Monday morning. You're with Early Edition on News Talk ZB. Well, I reckon we have this culture of excuses thriving in this country at the moment, and I think it's top down. You know, when apologists are at the helm, it's, I guess, where we end up. I noticed over the weekend, though, it's now crept into our policing. We're now making excuses for repeat raiders of retail stores, the same way we made excuses for Ram Raiders, who, to refresh your memory, apparently only needed a bit of a talking to by their parents. That'll sort that out. No worries. Uh, But reports of retail crime have nearly doubled in five years under Labour, and that's everything. You know, it's the whole gamut, shoplifting, vandalism, Ram Raids, the lot. Police in the retail sector confirm it. They say, yeah, it's it's a violent trend. So why then are we making excuses for it? How does that go anywhere towards fixing it? National says the spike in violent retail crime is evidence of a government soft on crime. Hard to argue with? Well, not if you're the Labour Party or it seems even the police. Police National Retail Investigation Manager was reported saying that the increase is not actually a bad thing. The increase is not actually a bad thing. What? Well, apparently the increase means it's helping police identify hotspots. So preventative measures can be focused there. So the spike in violent crime is useful because it's helping police work out where the issues are. And what this spate of crime has told them, drum roll, is that the hotspots are urban areas. No kidding. Are you serious? Did we need to wait to watch repeated and violent raids take place on retailer after retailer after retailer before we could start figuring that out? Is that how we police now? Wait until a whole bunch of people get hit repeatedly until we can start working out where resources may be needed. Retailers and CBDs and main streets, they've been crying out for months and months, telling you until they're blue in the face where the problem areas are. But wait, it gets worse. This article also quoted a youth advocate who rubbished the calls for more punitive actions, saying young people are being let down. We are letting down young people. He said what we need is more of a focus on restorative justice. Uh, He says these young people, they're dealing with trauma. They're hurt. We are failing them. We are not providing enough support. So it is us failing them. And the theory then is that if we just all, you know, pitched in and helped them more, then the crime would stop, I guess. I mean, I wish it were that simple. I really do. I, I most honest, law-abiding New Zealanders, I think, I mean, I wish we all had all the time in the world to help out our local crims, but the harsh reality is we don't. You know, most people are working to support their families. They're, they're paying mortgages and school fees, trying to put food on the table and petrol in the car. They're juggling busy lives and schedules as they work to, I don't know, contribute to society. I mean, they could choose a life of crime, I suppose, or some cheap thrills with a crowbar into the front window of a jewellery shop. But, you know, most people don't. A youth advocate and a police retail investigation manager saying, oh, let's just be a bit more understanding. That only goes to show they've clearly never had their front door broken down by thugs carrying axes. You know, fearing for your life and livelihood only to have to endure it all over again from a repeat offender who decides, oh, this is so easy, I'll give it another crack. I mean, can you imagine? The last thing stressed retailers need to hear, I think, is that police are finding this crime surge helpful to identify hotspots and that we should be more understanding of the offenders. Hawksby. We should be more understanding of what consequences look like, I think. We think we've lost the plot on that front.